For many investors, as they think about their portfolios, of course, they're concerned about risk and return, but they also are concerned about providing access to safe drinking water, improving nutrition for the poor, expanding services for those with opioid addiction. So in portfolios today, it's possible to reflect your values in ways that investors couldn't in the past. And today we're going to have a conversation about some of those issues and how they can be reflected in portfolios. Welcome to Bernstein's Inspired Investing, where we inform and educate nonprofits and individuals striving to invest purposefully and with a mission. I'm Travis Allen, Senior Portfolio Manager focused on responsible and impact investing at Bernstein. And I'm Marianne Best, Senior Managing Director for Bernstein's Eastern Part of the Country. My role is to help clients who want to align their portfolios with their values. I've been doing this for more years than I'd like to admit, but if you told me, Travis, 10 years ago when we were having client meetings that responsible investing would become mainstream, I wouldn't have believed you. We did lots of meetings where even if we rolled it up, people just weren't interested, but it's really reached a tipping point with investors. I think it now accounts for about 12 trillion, yes, that's right, trillion in assets in the United States alone. That's right, Marianne. The assets under management for responsible investing has grown dramatically, but for many investors, it still remains a mystery. What exactly does responsible investing mean? And what's so interesting about having that discussion with clients over the years is that, of course, it means different things to different people. And so today we'll be talking about what it means to invest responsibly, acknowledging that it goes by a lot of different names, whether it's ESG or SRI or impact investing. We, we're going to focus on what it means to investors to invest responsibly. I couldn't agree more. Clients have a vague notion and want to know more about impact investing. You know, I was recently, actually, you were in this meeting with me. The couple that we met with earlier this week, they sold their company. And with the newfound liquidity, do you remember the conversation we had? They wanted to think about how to restructure their portfolio. And you asked them, and I thought this was brilliant, is responsible investing something you'd like to learn more about? And their response was pretty interesting. Yes. And, you know, of course, we don't expect that everyone's going to answer that question by saying, yes, this is one of my priorities. Uh, but for many investors, it's important for them to find ways to deploy their capital in ways that not only meet the needs of themselves and their family from a financial standpoint, but also has benefits for society and the environment. You're right. Investors no longer have to make a choice between making money and doing well by the world around them. And I think that's terrific. So let's just take a minute and dimension just how popular this type of investing has become. Recent statistics show that responsible investing assets under management have increased by 40% between 2016 and 2018. One quarter of all professionally managed assets under management now employ some form of responsible investing. And since 1995, when these assets were first totaled, industry assets in responsible investing have grown 18-fold. So clearly, responsible investing has matured. Today, you have access to responsible investing strategies across all asset classes and geographies, and different types of investment products. 
So I'll tell you a trend that I think is really interesting that I'm seeing. Millennials and also Gen Z, think of the age group coming right out of college, they are really pushing their parents to think about investing in a way that's sustainable, um, responsible investing. Also, women want to invest in a way that helps other women. And that's really, really interesting and really powerful and intriguing to a lot of our clients. That's true, Marianne. And I've spoken to just as many clients who are baby boomer men who are also uh, very focused on responsible investing. Perhaps they didn't have as much time during their working years to focus on integrating responsible investing into their portfolios. But today, that's become an area of focus. That's across gender and across generations. So, Travis, I think it's because investors realize they have power, especially if you think about the strength in numbers. And, you know, when you hear colleagues and friends doing great things with wealth and having a positive impact on society, it's really, really encouraging. They're thinking about their legacy and the kind of world they want to leave to their children and grandchildren. And it's also that investors now have a much greater awareness of how effective responsible investing can be as part of their overall investing strategy. And we have access to tools that we haven't had before in terms of companies providing access to non-financial data that can help us better evaluate the responsibility of the investments that we're making. You're absolutely correct, Travis. Ten years ago, if we'd had a conversation about investing responsibly, many clients were just noncommittal. Um, and you and I have been in the room when responsible investing came up over a decade ago, and people were just kind of scratching their head. They assume that if they're avoiding certain types of stocks, that they would be missing out on opportunities, you know, that they'd have to give up on performance in order to do well. Now, there are so many different ways to invest responsibly, and we know that these portfolios have the potential to deliver competitive returns. It's really exciting. Marianne, that's one of the biggest changes that we've seen in recent years. For decades, investors believed that in order to invest responsibly, you had to sacrifice returns. Today, we know that's just not the case. Now, you may have to accept that your path of returns will be different than they would have been in a strategy that doesn't have a responsible investing mandate, but you can, over long periods of time, deliver very similar risk and return in responsibly managed portfolios. So I would say when I meet with clients, protecting the environment is Definitely a major goal. Clean water. I mean, Travis, who doesn't want clean water? How can you be against that? Helping children um, seems to be another big one. And a lot of clients I meet with want to find a way to lift the poor. Money makes you more of who you are. That's what my mother always told me. So there are a lot of wealthy clients who truly care about others, and working with them really fills my tank. So, Travis, I think it might be helpful for listeners to hear an example of how environmental, social, and governance concerns are actually addressed in a portfolio. Sure. We can look at an environmental challenge like water. How do you invest in ways that encourage water preservation and conservation and just being good stewards of our limited water resources? Well, one way is by finding a company like American Waterworks. They provide drinking water and and wastewater treatment services to over 14 million customers in the U.S. and Canada. As we all know, U.S. water infrastructure requires a significant amount of investment over the next several decades in order to assure that we continue to have safe and abundant drinking water. 
Now, as the largest player in the market, American Waterworks will be a key contributor. They've committed to investing about $1.4 billion per year to improve infrastructure in the places where they provide services today. That's terrific, Travis. But investing in a responsible manner isn't just for equities. I think we do some really interesting things on the bond side of the portfolio. That's right, Marianne. Municipal bonds are actually often perfectly aligned with responsible investing. Uh, One of the investments that we've made in our municipal impact portfolio is in Tucson Water. It's a water utility that's had to weather through one of the worst droughts that we've seen in centuries. They focus on investing in their infrastructure to provide conservation, education, outreach. They provide assistance for their low-income consumers, which makes up about 25% of the city in which they're providing services. One of their innovations has been to implement a conservation fee and rebates to help dramatically reduce water consumption on a per capita basis. That's super. So responsible investing is surging indeed in popularity. And the more investors learn about it, the more they are intrigued. If anyone out there is interested, I'd urge you to contact us. Thank you, Marianne. Let's stop there for now. In the next episode, we're going to focus on different types of responsible investing approaches. Thank you all for listening. If you would like to learn more, please see the link in this episode's description. Also, we look forward to hearing from you. Please email us with your thoughts, questions, and feedback to insights at Bernstein.com. You can find us on Twitter at BernsteinPWM and rate us on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Bernstein, making money meaningful for individuals, families, and foundations for over 50 years. Visit us at Bernstein.com 